Oh, yeah. It's time for the House of Pickles. Yes, 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 Because you introduced Cheap Show, I've decided from this point on, I will introduce the House of Pickles. Okay, episode. go on then. Ladies and gentlemen, please stay sitting for this new edition of the House of Pickles Mini So Cheap Show podcast. Good good, good job, Paul. Starring Paul Gannon, wordsmith and genius, as well as co-host and pity merchant Eli Silverman. Welcome to the show. Hello. Okay, it's another mini sode. Yes. Yes. Eli yes. here. Yeah. 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 Where we talk about anything we want. Doesn't we get loose. Be cheap. Yeah, we, we get, get loose. jangly. We get jangly. We just get, repeat everything I say. Down, That's good. We get, get in protect. Down with it. We get down with it. We throw shit. Say that again. Down. We get down with it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. So we are in the house of pickles once again. We're in the mucky grot bags. House of Pickles, where... We've got the Grotty Ocky over there. Grotty Ocky, still marked by stained underpants. There is the... I'm standing not too far away from the Museum of Tat. Museum of Tat there. Um, Eli's collection of... Well, you've seen it, ladies and gentlemen. Bits and bobs he's found in bins, streets, and uh, toy boxes. Toy boxes? Yeah, you know, like kinder eggs and stuff. You know, things you've stolen. I know it was on the floor there. Things you've got I've a Santa, Santa Claus. Santa's on the floor. Why have you got a Santa Claus de- uh, decorator on the floor? Because I haven't picked it up. Why is it even there? It's not even Christmas. I bought it. Where'd you buy it? At the charity shop. We've done it in an episode of uh, part of the podcast. Oh, that episode. Mm-hmm. All right. So, welcome to Cheap Show. We've uh, no. This is House of Pickles. God, do another intro, Paul. That's what everyone fucking wants. It's House of Pickles, everybody. Hello, welcome to the House of Pickles. What's, what have we got on this little mini, mini episode? Well, we've got um, a conversation with our Patreon uh, uh, patrons. The, the word patrons. is patrons. Keep, I know, it's just The weird. word is patrons. Our Patreons. No, they're not our Patreons. They are They patrons. use Patreon uh, to be patrons. Anyway, we're going to be speaking so to one of them. Just say it after me. It's very easy. Patrons. Patrons. <laughs> I let myself in for that yeah, one, didn't did. I? So, <laughs> so uh, we've got a, a chat with one of our patrons who donated uh, in the top tier. So they get to be a guest on the House of Pickles. So they will be appearing on this episode. Yes, at the very end. And because we haven't recorded yet, I don't know who it is yet. Great. Excellent. So we'll be talking to him. Looking uh, forward to that. Looking forward to that. What um, have we got before that, though? Paul? Well, well, <laughs> well, I've got some topics for you. I asked on Twitter to if they uh, had any questions. Questions? To... Do hashtag Ask Cheap Show. Is that what our Silverman has become? Yeah, because so you're included. Be all about you. Yeah. In case. Well, you know, just all right. Well, I've heard my show. Okay. You can just field the Ghostbusters questions, yeah. and I'll do everything else. Right. Yeah. Is this a Ghostbusters one? No. Well, I'll field it then. No, because you're no. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. Good. Um. Uh. At K. K-Y-S Mike. K's Mike. I thought you were going to say K-Y Jelly there. No, oh, I didn't though. Um, K's Mike. Cassie Mike. Casey Mike. Anyway, her name is Kale. Oh, her surname's even harder. M-Y-L-L-Y-N-I-E-M-I. Millennium. 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 I'm sorry for getting your name wrong. Anyway, she says. She asks. 
he or she asks, I, I think it's a she. Hi guys, any plans on going international? Europe maybe. And what did you, what made you start the pod? How did you meet? Love from Finland. Okay, well that's quite general. Um, quite a lot of stuff going on in that question. Well, uh, we've mentioned many times how we met. So forward. that's where we met, doing stand-up comedy. Uh, what was the other part of that question? How big is your cock, Eli? Are we going to go international? Yeah. Well, it's funny, you should make that joke about my cock, because... I am actually officially in two countries already with the yeah. size of my cock. You know? <laughs> it's, uh, it's crossing borders. I can't help it. Uh, it's larger than the earth. The tip of his cock has a different passport to his balls. <laughs> uh, uh, so are we going international? One, if we, The thing is, it, it's like, yes, we'd love to, but we'd need to get more people listening in different parts of the country. Right now, like our main listenership parts is, of the world, is, is UK. Yes. And then after that, it's America. So I would say, you know, like two, uh, maybe half our listeners British, quarter America, and then the other quarter is like everywhere else. So if we if we knew we were getting good numbers in Germany or Ireland or you know Norway, it'd be great to. It'd be we great could, to. We could taste their disgusting cheap food exactly and straight get, from the horse's mouth. But if only one person listens to us in Helsinki. It's not worth us going to Helsinki. It's the same for America. We'd love to do uh, like American shows and go out there. Um, so America means... is the land of opportunity for podcasts, isn't it? If you're listening to to us and you're not in the UK, you're in a different part of the world, spread the word. And the more people get listening to us, the more chance we can actually do world tours. Which we're we'd right love now, to do. We're right now planning or hoping to get into a comedy festival in America to do a sh- to do cheap show. I'm not going to say which one because it might blow up my face and then I'll be disappointed and this okay. becomes a document to my failure. It is already really. <laughs> yeah, it is. In every way, every second of it documents uh, yeah. so our failures. So the basic gist is we'd like to, but we need to grow the audience. Okay. So yeah. that's the plan. Great. Any other parts of that question? She had three in one, the cheeky. Uh, how did you meet? And why did you start the pod? Why did we start the pod? Well, if, you list, if you're a Patreon donor, you'll find out because we've just released it on Now, you can't start... I've got to make some bullying, content. Bullying people but into I have being to make, Patreons. I was going to give them a broad outline of the past, but basically okay. we did a we did Unclickables, the initial version of this show, and it was a struggle for various reasons. And if you're a Patreon listener, you'll listen to that pilot and those episodes. However, we I, we started a podcast because we just wanted to do more live comedy. We yeah. hated stand-up. Yes. Because stand-up was, is death. Uh, both tired of the stand-up. When I'm no good at it. I enjoyed doing stand-up and I had some amazing gigs, but my heart was never in it. Yeah. Uh, it just depressed me really badly. Yeah. Anyway, so, that's kind of sad. But yeah. And then we got too old for people in the biz to care about us. Yeah. So we have to make our own industry. Cheap Show is our own industry. Please yes. give to so, patreon.com forward slash the... Not just Cheap Show. It really was also to do with your love of everything radio. Yeah, but and also that's you, it. And I, I like, and I like a bit of radio. And look, and... we've de- de- almost got 50 episodes. Of material now. F- over 50 hours of content. Wow. Two of which are really good. <laughs> so, next question. Next question. Okay. This is just a cheap show podcast. This is from Daniel May. Thoughts on CEX switch prices in particular at the moment? Wow, that's dry. Well, CEX, basically, if you want to save your money on Netflix, get a DVD player, portable one, go to Netflix and ask to borrow any DVD they've got stocked and watch it. S-C-E-X. You said Netflix. You can't go to Netflix and borrow DVDs. Let me get it right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get it right. I can edit this. I know. If you can't afford Netflix, save money by going to CEX. Thank you. That That's now correct, yes. You've with corrected. a portable DVD player yeah. and watching all the DVDs they have in stock instead of renting from Netflix. Right. 
Now that you've made me break it down. It's not very good, is it? It's not very good. So what's he saying? What prices compared to... Well, wow. look, if what? you want to buy a Switch from CES oh, right and now... and a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. yeah. It'll cost you about 350 quid. Bare bones. <sighs> Whereas in Argos, it'll probably cost you 280. But they're hard to get hold of but, because but Nintendo new, hasn't made new them. from CEX. Yeah. Oh, just do they hold new Some stock? Some people just buy consoles to give them straight to CEX to make money. Okay, but it is officially second-hand. They don't have any, like... I think... I mean, I don't know. Right. I think they do have some new content. Okay, new new, new stock. stock. Yeah. But most of it is, sec- you know, people palm stuff off. Do you know, now, Paul, uh, you know, I, I, I hate to be insulting to Daniel May. I mean, he's had some good questions in the past. But what a prick! But come on, this is so dry. Anyway, I, I think... I'm dying. CEX overpriced stuff... Because they have to make a profit, but I think they make a profit at the loss of the second-hand market. There we go. Happy? I'm happy. Right. Next one is from Shane at Beer Gut Buster, and he simply asks, Cock? (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, both myself and Paul, although, you know, open to... You're not as open as you think. Open to... All kinds of love. Yeah. Love is love. Love Love has no genitals. Love has no preference love for genitals. It has no preference. You can love without genitals, but it's not a prerequisite. Well, it, it wouldn't be much fun. No. I'm rubbing your scar where your oh. dick used to be. <laughs> Did you like that? No. Did you like it? No. Yeah. Well, that got creepy. <laughs> yeah. So in answer to cock, no. My answer to cock is maybe. <laughs> oh. Oh. You're keeping hope alive there, Paul. Right. Keeping the hope alive. Daniel West at Daniel Mark West. They're all called says, Daniel. They're all Daniels. Daniel, my brother. Here we go. Asks, what are the most frothiest noodles out there? Frothy noodle. Frothy noodles. Now I'm thinking frothy in terms of just more kind of flavour. What's the most flavorous, most exciting flavour of noodle out there? Well, I hate these questions. <laughs> Uh, I may have mentioned it before, but the Jarjan noodle, which has a separate uh, pack for the little broth, yeah. is frothing my tops off, mate. Is it? I'll tell you, yeah. It's lovely. It's a stir-fried <laughs> star <laughs> noodle. Is it? I just laughed there, everyone, because Paul did his cross-eyed thing. Yeah. Um, and it's a lovely <laughs> umami noodle. Umami noodle. And uh, Jarjan, yeah. I'd say that is frothing my boat at the moment. Jarjan Binks. That's all I've got to give to this conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. A, a jar, but also uh, all sorts of amazing noodles out there. And let me just yes. say this on the topic of noodles, just very briefly. Yes, Paul, okay. okay. Mania noodle, which has been rated five stars by my good friend and noodle reviewer Mark Allen. Hello, Mark Allen. Uh, I know you listen and look down on this podcast. He loves it, really. So um, <laughs> <laughs> he has got this mania noodle, which he totally rates, and I think we should do it in the show. Also. Coming up, we've got the Smack Noodle by Nissin. Oh, Did you see that? Yeah, let's do Smack in the future. And also, at some point, I want to taste this uh, Latin American-style noodle, Maruchan ramen, lime and chilli shrimp flavour. Shall we uh, save that for the 50th when we do our... Let's uh, do that on the 50th. Real-time Megamix 50th anniversary Yeah, I'll have to actually prepare them before we start the show, because that's fine. It's fine. Okay, so noodles noodles will be coming up. (sighs) Another question? Yes. At Bohemian Gamer says, asks, asks and says, what is the single weirdest item you've ever purchased? Maybe for the show, maybe in real life. The single weirdest item. Yeah. It does depend on your uh, definition of the word weird and your definition of the word item Mm. and your definition of the word the. (laughs) Fuck (laughs) hell. 
Oh, it's a hot day in the house. Jesus wept. What is the weirdest item I've ever bought? Paul? I don't know. I've not been you. Uh, no point. I think quite weird is the... Uh, well, quite specific oh. is the post-it note. The red apple post-it note. Apple post-it note. Post-it dispenser. dispenser. Why are you so weird on that, though? It's weird, isn't it? I mean, it's not. It's an unusual item, isn't it? I also have a frisbee, which you can wrap, put, fold up and put in a little bag and put it on your waist. That's quite weird. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, Stop. If you disparage this whilst we're going along, no one's going to like you ever again. <laughs> uh, I'm losing it. Go on, carry the show, Eli. I'm more than happy. Right, okay, good. Carry what else show. is weird? Carry the show, Eli. What else is weird? Uh, what is the weirdest item I've ever had? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, it's fucking comedy gold magic. Right, magic next question. Next fucking question. Right, we got some more. What are your guys' favourite weird records from Silverman's Platter? That's from The Wonderspons. Come on, let's make this quick fire. What's your favourite record? <laughs> I really liked, because it was stuck in my brain for ages, Pipkin's Give Me That Ting. Give Me That Ting. You don't like it. No, you I were, do like it. You were but... ruining the day that you ever heard it the but other no, day. I was sitting there, minding my own business, walking around town, and all of a sudden be like, give me that, give me that, give me that, fuck, get out of my head. <laughs> yeah. It was a very, very infectious earworm that that uh, that plagued you all day long, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, so that might be my favourite, but I also concede it also gave me a massive case of earworms. What about you? Uh, well, Come I on. love uh, I love um, 33 on. Floors like by Amadeo. That's a nice one. We got that in the uh, Eurovision special. It's a strange tune, but it is really very good. Mm. Um, and I also uh, really uh, enjoy basically cheesy Euro disco. Shexy baby. Yes. Uh, just with space theme. Yeah. Um, and coming up on an upcoming show, we're going to be reviewing Dishingus Khan. Aren't we? Dishingus Khan, everybody. With what? What do you mean, with what? What's the name of the song? Dishingus Khan. We didn't use it. I know, but it's, uh, that's why I said Oh, it's up, coming up. So and nebulously coming okay, up in no, the future. Ask me the name of the song. What's the name of the song? Dishingus Khan. Right, got it. What's fine. the name of the band? Ask me that. I'm going to presume it's not too dissimilar. Just ask. What's the name of the band? The Shingas Khan. <laughs> Such a twat. Right. Next question. Right. Can you try the Henderson Challenge? Start in the centre of town with no money and at, and at the end of the day, person with most wins. Well, can you start the Henderson Challenge? Start in the centre of town with no money and right. at the end of the day, person with most wins. Okay, Google. What is the Henderson Challenge? We'll find out. I don't know what this is. Here is some information about the Henderson Challenge. The power struggle between Mickey and Danny is as fierce as ever. I don't know what that That means. That seems to be a reference to some kind of fictional story. Yeah. That doesn't doesn't seem like a thing. Here are some things to try. You can say things... I don't know what that means. Do you? Well, who asked the question? Someone called Henderson? Andrew Steen. Can you try the Henderson challenge? Uh, what it seems to be is a challenge where we go, we have no money, yeah. and then we beg, which... Okay, Google. Henderson challenge. Here are some results from a search. By, from The Hustle. Oh, The Hustle was a TV show. It certainly was. Interesting. Let's have a look. From the hustle.wikipedia.com. The Henderson challenge was in the second episode of the third season and marched on March 17th, twenty. What was Hustle? Were they like cops? Or what were they... They're con artists. Yeah. Every episode was about a different kind of con. Okay. You know, like a heist movie per episode. We need to close the door because noisy neighbours. Well, that oh, didn't mate, work at all. they really going noisy now. 
They're having some kind of. So right, this is House of Pickles. Quality can be in purposely lower. And they're now you're really getting... going mad out there now. What are they doing? <laughs> oh God, are we no. about to record a murder? Do you think that's what's going to happen? This this episode becomes evidence. I'm glad they didn't do that earlier. And the court says, just before the stabbing was happening, uh, you could clearly hear on the recording, Eli say, I done a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I shit the bed. So, so uh, here's okay. So here's the gist. Flaws are revealed in the gang's leadership as the rivalry between Mickey and Danny escalates. To solve this dilemma, Albert suggests the Henderson Challenge. Uh, dropped naked in the middle of London and given six hours to naked. drift... We they didn't mention we that. We don't need to do that. We do. Could I oil myself up as well? No. Shut you dirty. I'll get all the all baby oil. Drop naked. Like a stripper. I'm going to be sick in my mouth. Could I have a pole? No. Don't. Just. I don't want you sexualised in my I'd head. Make, I'd make I 20. don't want to hear it. I don't want to see you greased on a pole in I'd a make, little kind of thong. I could make your 20 dirty quid. little nuts in as you're swinging around. I could place. make 20 quid you would immediately what? if I was allowed a pole. Pole dancing. No, in just, London. Yeah. Fucking a pole. Rubbing a pole. I'd be... You'd be arrested. You'd be arrested. Can I do... They'd think it was fucking Bigfoot <laughs> if you were naked. Mini Bigfoot. Yeah. They'd be like Sasquatch. Sasquatch, more like. Drop naked in the middle of London and given six hours to grift as much money as possible. It becomes a test of pure grifting skill between Danny and Mickey. Yes. So, basically, could we start in the middle of London and then by the end of the day... Who would have the most money? I wouldn't do it. I, d- I don't want to beg. I don't want to beg. I've been trying to avoid that. Like Ideally, we'd like know, to not turn the show into a begging co- yeah. format. It's, or like a, you know, it's not called crime crime show, is it? It's not, it's not called it's ripping off people's show. show. It's not called human desperation hour. Well, actually. Well, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> right, next question. Okie dokie. Uh, which board game would you most like to play on the show? I'll be honest, one of the ones that slipped away and I wanted to know what it was like was Noel's House Party, the board game. Why has it slipped away? Because it was in a charity shop and then it was not there the next day when okay, I went to well, buy we'll it. Okay, well, we'll keep our eyes open Keep our for that eyes one. out for I that. I mean, that must have been quite a big seller at the time. I don't know. And it was sealed. It looked in good nick as well. Oh. It was only £2. Noel's House Party, the game. Yeah, it comes with a little grab-a-grand unit. So it's a little grab a grand unit. So you know in the show, Noel's House Party, they threw someone into a kind of right. room and they blew money around. They had to grab a grand. Oh, they grabbed the grand. Because it was all air blown what around. What if you didn't grab enough? Then you'd leave with what you have. So like somebody oh, right, would so walk out with 10 quid. Yeah. You should but think the most... better than that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the most they could grab was a grand. Yeah. But there were prizes. Anyway, you could, anyway, the board game came with a little mini version of that with a little pump and you could pump it. In that uh, that sounds good, actually. It has to be said. You know what I mean? So that would be one I'd like to get my hands on for the show. Failing that, we could do... What would be nice is one of those Sherlock Holmes 221B Baker Street games where there's a murder and we've got to try and solve it. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard it's like of Cluedo, those. but the difference is you actually find who the person is and the motive. So you got go, oh, it's gotta got go. more layers than Cluedo. Oh, well, Cluedo is a game of elimination. It's, I mean, you know it's what boring. I mean? It's like poker card counting it's not nature. Poker esque at all. There's no bluff. Is there bluffing? No, Cluedo? no. But what I'm saying is you have to win by guessing what the mystery hand is, because that's the gist of it, isn't it? Well, by yeah, eliminating all the cards. Yes. So, shut up before you get really <laughs> fucking arsy with my analogies. All right. Wow. That's a pretty good one. Okay, Paul. Okay. So, 2 2 1 B Baker Street, Sherlock Holmes, is a game where you read out a little short story and then you play as a character and you move around the board to like the butcher, the baker, the police station. Candlestick maker. You interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you interview people and you make notes and at the end of the day you've got to go back to 2 2 1 B Baker Street. What does the candlestick maker have to do? Aren't you clever? Aren't you clever? Stop. Aren't you clever? Stop. Aren't you funny and Stop. clever? Stop. Stop intimidating me. All right, we've got, let's just get through this. Anyway, what board game would you let's like? Let's just get through this. <laughs> I love that. I love it. 
What board game would I like? Yeah. You see, I like games like Kensington. And I think we should do Kensington. Uh, I think we should do Kensington. Uh, I'll do Kensington. Because it is a charity shop. It's a charity shop phenomenon. Stable. Because it's it's an LP-shaped game. And so it's so often in the LP. <laughs> Stop making faces, for that. Fuck it. Any more questions? Yes, yeah, so a couple I of... Fa- uh, one more, I think. Actually, there's a few, but let me just go through them quickly. One person actually says um, you should accept one-off PayPal payments on your website for people who just want to donate once. I think we should look into that. I don't know how it works, but okay. if you can, we can add a button onto our website. Thank you for that. Um, Matthew RW. Uh, Rick Matthews asked a question about the board games. Uh, and I think that's it. I don't think there's any um, weirdest item. Obviously, when you have money to, but would, you can, would you consider Cheap Show merchandise? Yes, we've talked about that, but we're maybe looking into a T-shirt thing. We'll see. It's all about money and time, and we have neither, uh, really. Uh, okay, so one last question is from Rhiannon. From the Isle of Skye, you know Rhiannon, the wee Scottish popper who listens to the show. It's Hello, one of Rhiannon. our favourite listeners. One of our favourite and most furthest away in terms of the UK listeners. Well, because she's way out the... there. Oh, in the Hebrides. Is that your little Ooh, accent? I, I... I think we may have lost Rhiannon. I'll do it in her accent. All right, I'll ask this question. Oh, hello. Getting into the gear like you do with the, with the hello. Nice. Also, strange and random question. That's Welsh. Just keep going. But are there any languages that you would love oh, to... Oh, you've given up. I've given up. I don't want to offend her any more than... Oh, are there a strange and random question? But are there any languages that you would like to love or learn to be fluent in? Yes. <laughs> okay, that got really, really weird. weird. Any languages you would love to be fluent in? I'd love to be fluent in all languages. Yes. Like, pick one. Like that superhero from the New Mutants. Have you heard of... Oh, what? fuck off. <laughs> Don't waste a question with that. I'm not that. wasting a question. Jesus. A fake language fuck you can't off. use apart from comic cons. No, it wasn't a fake language. He was a mutant, yeah? The New Mutants was a spin-off from the X-Men, right? And they were mutants. And they were mutants. young. Mutants. New Mutants. <laughs> and they were young, Yeah. And one of them, it was called Cypher, I think, or something like that. And he was, um, his mutant ability was he could understand and speak every single language. Not just on Earth, Paul. Not just in this little realm of Earth, but... He was a human babblefish. Yeah. And could he just said that. And he could do computers as well. He could hack computers because he knew computer language. Oh, isn't that convenient? I would like that. But, going back to your question, Rhiannon, Italian. Italian's a good one. I like Italian. I, I learned one phrase in Italian, and that's vaffanculo. Which means up your bum, you motherfucking yeah. cunt. Yeah. So like that. Japanese, I wouldn't mind learning. I'd like a, to learn Japanese yeah. as well. I'd like Genki to know. deska, which I believe is how are you. So you'd like to know de- Japanese. Japanese, Italian, that would be a good one. English. Do you know what would be really useful like... to be able to speak? Go on. Spanish. Why? It's a big language. But that's Fine. the problem, being a lazy English speaker. You don't really have the impetus, because you, English dominates world communication so hugely it's really uh well on that boring note that let's not people people like the fact that i have knowledge paul you know and don't be ashamed knowledge is nothing to be ashamed of yeah yours should be why because it's wide and varied no and doesn't just involve one fucking horror comedy film from the 80s is like your penis small woefully underused Smells. (laughs) (laughs) Smells. 
<laughs> anyway, at this point in the podcast, we're going to hand over to uh, our, our chat with our Patreon folk. Good. Yes. So uh, we're going to hand over now to that. And if you want to have a chance to be on House of Pickles, why not? Go to Patreon and find out how. Go to patreon.com forward slash cheap show. And you and could appear you... on one of these mini episodes yourself. Mini episodes. Well, I'm sure it'll be fine. Stop doing that thing with your mouth. Bless Ooh, you. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Weird neighbour. Anyway, here we go. Hello and welcome to part two of this week's House of Pickles. And as promised, if anyone donated more than $50 uh, US currency... They got the chance to appear on the House of Pickles with me, Mr. Silverman. Hello, Mr. Silverman. Hello there, Mr. Gannon. Hello. And we've got a very special guest, our first Patreon, to uh, lay down his dignity and self-respect. Patrons. We can't have this argument all the time, Eli. We just can't. Well, then say it right. just can't do it. If you don't don't want to have the fucking argument, say (laughs) the word correctly, Paul. And that actually, actually, you know, is in place for a lot of the things that you do, yeah? We don't okay. have the argument if you yep. get it right. Okay. okay? It's that yep. fucking simple, yeah? Good. Yeah. So, patron. Good. Patron. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Stop patronising me and let's get on with the show. Right. So, please welcome our first patron donate donator to, <laughs> to the Cheap Show podcast. Please welcome onto the show, Stephen Freery. G'day, Paul. G'day, Eli. Great Hello, you, Stephen. Yeah. So, actually, are you nervous? I am. I actually waved then. So, yeah. I am did you nervous. wave? Yeah, I did, yes. <laughs> it's all right. Heart to heart, I did too. <laughs> oh, that's the guy. That's nice, yeah. So, tell me. So, all right, this is where you boost our ego a little bit because me and him, him, we need it. How the hell did you find out about the podcast? Because one of the things I just don't know is how people find us. Well, yeah, it was through the Barshans, obviously. So, I've I've been watching Ashens for years and years. And uh, when the Barshans channel started, it was great. I, I got into that. And then, uh, yeah, surely, slowly but surely, you guys sort of got in there and started to be more prominent. And uh, that noodle talk from Eli really got me in. And um, <laughs> I actually commented on that. And you guys read out one of my comments, which was good. Um, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. It was about Indomie um, meagering noodles. But anyway, uh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just started listening yeah. to you. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And um, yeah, I love noodles as well. But um, that was part of the fun. And you and you guys are just great. I um, enjoyed the randomness. And um, at work, I listen to you guys all the time. And uh, it's a bit weird when I'm chuckling at work, working on editing <laughs> on videos. But um, yeah, no, it's great. And uh, yeah, you guys just got me in with your uh, tat uh, talk about tat and stuff like that. That was just really yeah. great, really random. Uh, and the and the, the music like the uh, Eli's classic and crazy uh, hits, it's just fantastic. Oh, yeah. A great mix of uh, old school stuff, and you guys are from the same sort of vintage as I am. So, or you had all the same short child experiences and stuff. Yeah, because uh, uh, being here in Australia, we're Zennials, apparently. We're Zennials. That's Z- cool. Okay, all right. Yeah. So it's like uh, sort of on the cusp of being like a Gen Xer or something like that. Or yeah, well, it's 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 in between uh, X and the Millennials. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it was sort of, it's a bit of an awkward sort of stage. We have one foot in each sort of time. We have our pre-internet yeah. sort of memories, and we're now special. we're post-internet. Yeah, that's right. We, we, we it's a really um, interesting time. Yeah, mm. but um, yeah, no, I just got into you guys. Like here in Australia, we have a lot of the same experiences as as English because we um, I guess so. Yeah, get get a lot of your stuff for uh, a lot of your shows like Banana Man and Supergram. Yeah. We, 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 I saw all them as as well, so that was great. Yeah, so. Uh, I knew what it was you like TV hand-me-downs where Exa- we were like, hey, here's our shows. We're finished with them. Do you want them? They'll fit you. Yeah, yeah it was great. 
But Paul, you're, not, you're forgetting that we were subjected to neighbours and home and away. And well, some of, of us fell in love with years. Danny Minogue. All right, some of us fell in love with Danny Minogue. Uh, I, Danny. I Danny, yeah, okay, that's that's an interesting choice. Yeah, Danny was Danny was a dirty bitch. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, anyway, I, maybe that's why I liked her. All right, all maybe right. Uh, she was a bit edgy. Like Kylie was too slutty. clean and whistly. You like a slutty Australian, dear? Do Don't say slutty. I just like <laughs> girls with an edge. I'm sorry, Danny. <laughs> yeah, Danny, if you're listening, Eli, sorry. So, what kind of videos are you uh, <laughs> editing there at work? Uh, I do. Ask. Yeah, yeah. You can ask it. I do instructional videos. It's for the um, yeah, the RAF actually. So um, the I work on a base where they do the initial training on how to learn how to work on aircraft and stuff like that. So right. all the uh, initial tasks that they need to do, like uh, learning how to tighten bolts, simple things like that, up to um, fixing avionics components. We're just filming all that and editing it down into like five to ten minute packages and um, for supplementary material. So that's yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, but the, just to, you don't have Australians in the RAF. You've got Brits. Uh, there. I don't get it. it, it it's, it's the RAAF, so it's the Royal Australian Air Force. So ah, it's got, sorry. got an extra Get, get it right, Eli, you <laughs> fucking it, ignorant cunt. But it's actually, <laughs> it's actually an uh, English company I work for, so um, right. uh, based in uh, Cheltenham. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, I'm actually headed over there in uh, late September to do some training, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, no, it's all good. It's all happening. Do some oh, VR training. Enough. So, yeah. So here's the next important question then. Yeah. Who's better, me or Eli? Now, I don't want to sway your opinion, but I can just stop this Skype call anytime I want. So I'm just going to put that out there. Well, so see, the good, the good thing is about it, you guys bring two different energies to the uh, the stream. Like, Paul, you're a, sort of mm. like a manic, excited energy. And, and, and Eli, you're more a... a, a um... Twat. You can say twat. It's fine. <laughs> no, no. Uh, like, I like your... Uh, I like your... Uh, um, it's hard to yeah, keep th- it's hard to think of something you like about Eli. I know, uh, uh, I know no, that feeling. I, I like your enthusiasm for um, for what you for, for what you do, your music and and your noodles and stuff like yeah. that. And noodles, I like your, Paul, um, yeah, thank you, mate. That's yeah. your legacy, noodles. How sad's that? And, and and your strong opinions too. I like it the way you um uh, forth the way you put your opinions forward very very strong strongly. That's that's very yes. entertaining to 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 hear. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, Thank uh, you. yeah. Still Thank doesn't you. really answer the question, though. I'm, ser- I'm sorry uh, to press you on this. Sorry, I was being a bit but, diplomatic, you know, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm a bit a bit political for my liking. I, Paul, I want a man who's... Paul, swat- just get... It doesn't matter who he likes more, because without each other, we, we oh, can't God. do this, yeah? So... Right, it's heal like, the world, it's like make saying- it a better place for you and for me and the come on you know the words it's like saying what what part of a what part of a tennis racket do you like better the head or the handle yeah the head there you go i answered that yeah, but i've got you're conviction an i mean you're no, an I've idiot i've got conviction all right what do you like more Eli? hp or ketchup ketchup there you go you made yeah, a decision but not, it's not but paul they're not part of the same fucking thing are they it's yes not they are one they're condiments called HP ketchup, and no, it's they, one thing that's very famous. They're two totally separate sources. They're still different sources, and I'm asking you to choose one you prefer. Ketchup. Good. <laughs> right, we've discovered that. What about so, you, Stephen? Do they have a, a HP sauce over there in Australia? 
Um, I think they do have HP sauce, but I'm not. I have don't really have much Brion sauce myself. There's definitely some Worcestershire sauce in the cupboard, but um, probably yeah. not some HP. Uh, definitely lots of tomato sauce. Uh, yeah, that's more an Aussie oh, sort no. of thing as well. Yeah, I was clearing How do you out. Pronounce my... that? What you were cleaning out your what? Because I was going to say my something fridge. boring. Fridge. Yeah, don't say things boring, Paul. Think about Although it. You did. All right, but you did say I just cleaned out my fridge, and I can't imagine it might be any more boring than that. And there was a there was a bottle of HP, squeezy HP in there, that went off in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> it would still oh. be good. It's probably, yeah, it's probably still good. probably edible still, but I mean, you know. I mean, not on its own, mate. That's sad. <laughs> Sitting there in your pants on a hot day, squeezing cold HP sauce down your throat. Yeah, that's the way I'm rolling, my friend. Yeah. yeah. Sad. Anyway, so um, we I just wondered, actually, Stephen, because you're here, did you have any questions for us? Did you have any things you wanted to bring up? Uh, a point of view, a right to reply, anything we can correct or change on the show? Mm. Well, I don't know if I... Have you ever guys ever told your origin story, like how you guys two met? I, I don't know. I've listened to most of your podcasts a few times. I don't know if I actually heard that exact story, like how you guys initially met. I think uh, we told bits of it scattered across just to, many just to, shows. Just to, just to, I'll give you a very quick summary, Stephen. Mm. Paul was working as a male prostitute, and he, yeah, <laughs> and you know, after, after I ejaculated against all his, over my face, he said, "Oh God, oh, oh God, I'm going to kill myself." And I said, Duck, "Cheer up, mate. You can fucking come along to a comedy night and." And, and play a fucking ukulele. That's, and yeah, that's wi- it. As he wiped his semen, quickly... Your semen? semen. <laughs> my semen. your semen on my face? He was, t- he was remember- turning tricks, basically, and I rescued him from a life of crime. I enjoyed it. It was a good job. I had flexibility. I was on. It was like zero contract, but it was better. <laughs> oh, that sounds good because I've seen some pretty old videos of you on YouTube at the um at a, at a comedy club and stuff. And yeah, oh, so you guys God. must go way back. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. That, yeah, that is the truth. That is the brew house where we uh where it it's, all I think, happens. I think we do need to spend an episode talking about the brew house one day. It's a very formative part of like not only really like me and him and this podcast, but also like comedy in general. And the brew house was kind of like the the death of the last of its kind, almost. Oh really? So um, we were there just as it died. So <laughs> yeah, so it might be. It might actually. You're right, Paul. It might make an interesting episode. I think it will. Actually, I think we might dedicate an episode to the brew house one day. Uh, so, but basically, no. Me and him just got together at this club. We did improv shows together, and then we did a sketch show together, and then we both lost our love of stand up together. And then uh, I wanted to do a podcast live, which was the Uncleakables, because I ripped it off from a Hollywood Babylon. I mean, Eli. We're just working more and more anyway together uh, on the Geekatorium, which is a live show we did. Yeah, yeah, I heard, and I've then heard he, some of that. And then he came inside me, and, and then we just <laughs> fell in love because I knew that mattered. You know, when it was outside, it was very much like a, a, a dominating kind of move from him to assert his ownership of me. But once he came inside me, I knew it was a, there was a deeper understanding there and a respect. You see, Paul, when I do a little riff about you being a prostitute, it doesn't come across really really homophobic. But when you do... How's that homophobic? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Now, Stephen. <laughs> right. Does that answer your question? 
Yes, 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 that's right. So you guys about the brew house time. So that 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 does answer the question for me, yeah, because I have yeah, seen that a lot of is, those videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is when we met. That is when we met. Okay, yeah. excellent. Yeah, cool. So there is like a, right. a like a paper trail of our origin story to get to Cheap Show, and it does yeah. kind of go awful stand up, awful improv, awful sketch group, <laughs> awful stand up again, and then awful podcast. So we've been consistent. No, well, you're doing really well. I reckon you're in a good place now. I reckon you're going. Yeah, you found your stride, and you're uh, you've got your format down. No, it's great. It's great to hear. Um, I, I do have yeah, a question for you, Eli. Actually, sorry. Oh, um, okay. I, I have. I did fire this question to uh, Paul on the um, on the Twitter, but um, uh, I've heard you did some uh, clowning training uh, in the past. Um, yeah. Would you be willing to talk about that at all? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I trained with uh, Philippe Gaulier. Uh, okay. He's a, he's a French clown guy. Uh, was fam- he a football? Because he was in. Was he a goalie? <laughs> my question, Paul. Yeah, my question. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, he's he's trained a lot of famous people, such as and you, Baron Sasha Cohen, aka oh, yeah. Ali G and Borat. He uh, went there, hmm. and. Uh, Emma Thompson, I believe, trained with him as well. Okay, awesome. Yeah, uh, and it was a one-year course. Uh, he's gone back to Paris now, and um, I don't know if I can get done for libel, but he was a cantankerous, pervy, bearded old drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow, right. Okay. And he had a little drum. He had a little drum. And if he didn't like what you were doing, he'd bang the drum and go, bon, goodbye, bon. And that was it. You had to stop and then Mate, defend Mate, does that yourself. mean every time you performed, it sounded like a Keith Moon solo? Oh, God, that's awful, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> awful. Yeah. So it was It actually, you know, it seemed very strange and sort of quite frustrating at the time because, you know, you might just uh, wait the whole day to get up once and try something and he'd say it was shit, basically, and that, that was it. That was your moment for the whole day. Uh, but... Oh, okay, wow. In subsequent years, it, you just realised that it, it it was very good training for for physical comedy uh, and physical sort of acting. Also, uh, with that in mind, Eli, why aren't you a very physical comedian? I, I fucking am, Paul. You're not. What? Well, the show. Give the me other, an example of you. The show being... the other day, the groin, yeah. the groin grab, which got yeah. applause. How is that not? I'll be honest, I'm... mate. It got a laugh, but it did not get applause. I think you built that applause in your mind when it happened. Also, Eli Roll. <laughs> yeah, of course, Eli Roll is 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 actually your masterpiece in your top five moments in oh. Barshans ever. It's like Eli Roll and Eli's noodles. I have listened to that role. The, the... Have you seen the role, Stephen? I ha- I've seen the role. Yes, very much yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, hilarious, isn't it? See, that's training. <laughs> it's not hilarious. I can see the training, indeed. I can see the training. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah. You don't need to suck up to Eli, mate. <laughs> there's no point. Look, look, listen, there's a line, Paul, on one yeah. side of the line of people who actually understand the importance of instant noodles, yeah? And on the right. other side is your lot. There's humanity. Is your lot. Is My your, lot? Yeah, your, you know, nonchalant, pretending noodles aren't real, you know. You know what we should do, Eli? We should have a noodle Brexit to decide whether we oust noodles from this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that is not even worth asking that. <laughs> question. You're right. I know what the outcome's going to be. So, Stephen, not... uh, yes. Uh, what kind of noodles are going on down there? I mean, it must be a very different oh, kind of instant off. noodle culture. Well, so we have um, 
the main starting point for most children is Maggi noodles, and they're just like oh my a regular. God, this is happening. This is just happening, and I've got to just have. I've got to just take it. Uh, uh, Maggi, sorry, sorry. yeah, I know about Maggi. They are a Swiss conglomerate. Um, okay, yeah, um, uh, but they're very big. Uh, they're very big in sort of Indonesia, which I guess is close closer to Australia, isn't it? Really, than yeah. That's right. Yeah. So Maggi, it's sort of, it's almost become like an Australian staple. So they're just your standard thing, uh, square brick, and they've got your chicken or beef yeah. powder, very standard. Uh, so your then you've got your one packet noodle. Yeah. E- exactly. And then you've got your cups. So you've got your, uh, noodle cups. They're just called, um, instant noodles or two minute noodles. Two minute noodles is what they call them. Oh my here. God. I'm so depressed. I'm Sorry. Really depressed. <laughs> Sorry about I'm, that. I'm just, this, ow. And is there, what I'm interested in particularly is a lot of, uh, noodles are sort of, they do special flavours that cater to the particular palate of the, the the nation that they're in. For example, you have Polish ones that are gherkin flavoured. Very interesting. Um, so, is there anything like? Yeah, I don't know. What what's an Australian staple that they might? You know, barbecue <laughs> shrimp flavoured ramen. Yeah. Well, we have a very strong Asian influence here, so we just go straight yeah. for the Asian flavours, um, basically, uh, when we want something exotic. Um, cause Australia, like, coming from the English point of view, basically it's chicken, beef, but then you throw in the Asian Mediterranean flavours, and it, it's, it's like a really big mixing pot here in Australia. Yeah. Uh, so we sort of don't have a individual flavour that we could point at, so that it's more leaning towards Asian, I guess yeah. you could say, yeah. with traditional English thrown in. Yeah. I'm a bit of a noodle nut. <laughs> Listen, Paul. You know what? I want to thank you, Stephen. But l- let me just say something to you, Paul. I know you've got the app. No. Now, yeah. No. And that's one thing. That's one thing. No. That people, that people have said they don't like. Okay. And do you know what pisses me off? <laughs> yes. Paul. You petty, petty little dictator. Paul. Paul, are you there? There is no Paul, man. <laughs> Only Eli. Shut up. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Stop with the app. Let's wrap up this house of pickles. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Stephen, any final thoughts, questions before we <laughs> sign off? Well, not really. No, I just uh, I think I've, I've got most of what I... <laughs> what I could think of at the top of my head. Oh, yeah, it's it's a bit. I should have written some notes down or something. Um, no, yeah. don't worry. We don't want you to work. We we are the we do the work. Yeah, barely. Yeah, I'll <laughs> pretend to do some work. Don't you don't need to write shit down. So how come? Did you stay up especially to record this with us or? Um, yeah, I do start pretty late, but yeah, it is quite late. It's like 10 to 3 in the morning. So yeah, this is a pretty late night for me. I've got to get Ooh. up at 6.30, so it's oh, going to be... Oh, you know, mate, that's Ooh. all right. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's fine. Like, I do this quite often, actually. It's probably okay. more than I should, but yeah, it's all uh, good. Yeah, you pull yeah, the old yeah. Silverman where you just do a little bump of coke in the morning before the big day. <laughs> Listen, no, Paul. No. What? I read an article today. People are more intelligent people... Stay people up are late. more intelligent people. Yeah, that's interesting. More that's right. intelligent people are known to swear more, stay up later, and have messy rooms. Well, and wank off to nun porn. <laughs> so uh, that's Eli. Um, that was very specific. Uh, I don't know why they said that. It was very specific. <laughs> right. So anyway, thank you for uh, being our Patreon patron, uh, Stephen. Thank you, and hopefully we'll get you back on the show soon. Oh, that'd be great. And thanks very much, guys, for all your work. It's it's great to hear you all the time. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to your next next episode, as always. So, yeah, it's great. Thanks for thanks for having me. All right, Brilliant. thanks for being thanks, on. Man. Right, that's it. Another House of Pickles. Thank you for giving us...
<laughs> really loud sneeze. He probably didn't pick it up on the mic. But well, that... the problem is with the House of Pickles, you've got this all this weird sort of sound well in yeah. my back yard. Um, garden. Uh, it's not a garden. It's more of a... Yarden. Anything outside the sort of that proximity is okay. You can't hear, but if it has any noise within it, it gets amplified right into here. So apologies again for that, guys. Doesn't matter. It gives them a little bit of flavour of where they are at the house of pickles. And there is this little girl who doesn't know how to speak who makes a funny noise. And you lie in bed listening to that at night. I have to. Where else do I have to go? Not at night. In the morning when I'm in the daytime when I'm asleep. (laughs) When you hatch. Also. Right, is well, that it? Also, I just want to wrap this up. All right. All right, I won't mention the fox. They make loud noises. Thank you, everybody. Is that it? Yeah. All right, good. Follow us on <laughs> Twitter. I'm trying to fucking add some flavour, Paul. Add some flavour, Paul! At the Cheap Show Pod. You can follow me personally at Paul Gannon Show. We have Bolshans every Friday on YouTube. Stuart Ashen, Barry Lewis, Eli Silverman. Eli, where can people follow you? I believe you've got a stupid Twitter account. And Eli Snoid, E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. And your brutalist pictures on your Instagram? Uh, Eli J. Silverman on Instagram. We also have an Instagram for me, Gannon Planet. I put Cheap Show things up there, so I'm not going to do a Cheap Show account. I'm just going to say go to Gannon Planet for Cheap Show pictures. To see Cheap Show shop. And again, if you want to give any money to us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Cheap Show. Every dollar is well loved. And well loved well loved and appreciated no we matter, take we withdraw it and yeah, then love it yeah and then we pre-love it, it yeah. yeah and then we put it back glistened so that's that crispy dollars email us any questions at the cheap show uh, what is it email us any questions the cheap show at gmail.com or just do hashtag ask cheap show ask cheap show and that's it formerly ask silverman yes but now Paul will have felt left out. I'm going to kick your fucking no, little head in. with the I'm violence. Gonna, I'm going to do Can it. I just want to do a thing? Go on. Yeah. Cheap show, 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 show. I have a cheap show. Everybody, cheap show. Ah, your mic fell out because you're a cunt and it's dropped off. Ah, ha, ha, how's that? No, don't plug it back in now. You've had your moments. Oh, he's plugging it back in. What a, what a knob. Get it in. Sorry about that. Cheap show, everybody. Just end this fucking episode. Show, show, show.